You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Age of Radio. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time once again. Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. This is Big Man. And as always, once again, my brother Cooper. Cooper? How's it going, man? It's been a long week. <laughs> it has, hasn't it? It has. But we got some worldwide sports talk for you tonight. Yes, we do. Sorry we're a day late and a dollar short, but, you know, things happen. Yeah, that's, that's life sometimes. But, you know, you got you to roll with the punches and keep going, man. That's right. So that gives you three straight nights of sports talk because we'll be bringing it tomorrow, too, with, of course, wrestling talk as we preview WrestleMania. Yes, baby. And then, of course, we recap another great week of basketball and, of course, opening day for uh, baseball. Yeah, opening day, man. Heck yeah. So we got a lot to talk about, so let's get into it. Let's do it. First off, we're going to talk about the NHL standings in the East Division. The Capitals lead that division with a 23-8-4 and 4 record and 50 points. The Islanders are 22-10-4 with 48 points. The Penguins are 23-11-2 and 48 points. The Bruins are 18-9-5 and and 41 points. The Flyers are 17-14-4 with 38 points. The Rangers 16-15-4 with 36 points. The Devils 13-16-5 and 31 points. The Sabres have been struggling of late and uh, have a 7-23-5 record with 19 points. In the Central Division, the Lightning are leading that division right now 24-9-2 with 50 points. 
Panthers are 23-9-4 with 50 points. The Hurricanes are 23-8-3 with 49 points. The Predators follow them up with 19-17-1 record and 39 points. The Hawks are 17-15-5 with 39 points. The Blue Jackets are 14-15-8 and 36 points. The Stars are 11-12-10 and 32 points. The Red Wings are 12-21-4 and 28 points. In the West Division, the Avalanche are 23-8-4 and 50 points, and that as they lead the West Division. The Golden Knights are 24-9-1 and 49 points. The Wild are 21-11-2 and 44 points. The Blues are 16-13-6 and 38 points. Uh, the Coyotes are 16-15-5 and 37 points. The Kings are 14-14-6 and 34 points. The Sharks are 15-16-4 and, and, uh, and 34 points. Oh, my lonely ducks in Anaheim are 11, 26, and 28 points. My mm. poor duckies. Yeah. And in the North Division, which is the Canadian Division, uh, that's why I had that little joke that says North Canada Division. <laughs> <laughs> it is the Maple Leafs leading the division at 23, 10, and 3 with uh, 49 points. The Jets are 22, 13, and 2 with 46 points. The Oilers are 22, 14, and 1 with 45 points. The Canadians are 15, 8, and 9 uh, with. 39 points. The Flames are 16, 18, 3, and, 39, and 35 points. Exactly the same for the Canucks. And the Senators are 12, 24, and 28 points. Woo! That was a lot to go through. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, also, just side note here for the uh, NHL, um, so we're not going to really talk about it, but they did. Uh, the Canucks just got... Um, uh, COVID issue within the organization, so they're going to be missing a couple games here soon. So they're going to be out of action for a little bit. And then also the Sabres had an 18-game losing streak, which they finally snapped recently as well. So just little tidbits there for the NHL. Moving on, we're going to move on to some soccer. Soccer tables, yes. Yes, the soccer tables. In the Premier League, the top five are as follows. Manchester uh, Manchester City is 22-5-3 with 71 points. Manchester United is 16-9-4 with 57 points. Leicester City is 17-5-7 with 56 points. Chelsea is 14-9-6 and, and 51 points. West Hampton uh, United is 14-7-8 and 49 points. In La Liga, which is Spain, uh, English Premier League, if you didn't know the Premier League was what I was talking about, is England. In uh, La Liga, which is Span, uh, Spaniard, uh, Atlanta, Atlantica, Madrid, I keep pronouncing that wrong, but Madrid, I'm just going to stick with Madrid, screw it. <laughs> leading La Liga right now at 26-2 and two and 66 points. Barcelona is 19-5-4 and four, 62 points. Uh, Real Madrid is 18-6-4 with 60 points. Uh, Sevilla uh, FC is 17-4-755 points. And Real Sociedad is 12-9-7-45 points. Next up, the German League, Bundesliga. Munich is 19-4-3-61 points. Leipzig is 17-6-3-57 points. Wolfsburg is 14-9-3 and 51 points. Frankfurt is 12-11-3 and 47 points. And Dortmund joins the top five at 13-4-9 and 43 points. Next up in the Italian series, Internazionale is 25-2 and, and 65 points. Milan is 18-5-5 and, and 59 points. 
Juventus is 16-7-4 in 55 points. Atalanta is 16-7-5 in 55 points. And Napoli is 17-2-8 in 53 points. In the uh, French League, Paint Serie Germain is 23-7 in 63 points. Lily, I'm not sure how that's pronounced. Lily, I don't know, I guess. It's 18-9-3 in 63 points as well. Lion is 17-9-40 and 4 in 60 points. Uh, Monaco is 18-5-7 in 59 points. And Lenz is 13-9 in 48 points. And then the Mexican League, which is doing their Torneo Clausura. Or Torneo. I'm done with that. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, Cruz Azul is 10-0-2 in 30 points. America is 9-1-2 in 28 points. Santos 6-3-3 in 21 points. Monterey is 5-4-2 in 19 points. And Toluca is 5-4-3 in 19 points. So, yeah, the uh, Torneo uh, Clausura is just started for uh, the Mexican League. So, that's why their records are as low as they are currently. But... Cruz Azul is kind of dominating right now. Oh, yeah. All right, next up, we have the World Golf Rankings. Starting on the men's side, number one ranked in the world, Justin Johnson from the United States. Number two in the world is Justin Thomas from UASI as well. Number three is John Rahm, Spain. Um, I did actually learn today that John Rahm, um, his wife, is expected to give birth during Augusta next week at the Masters. Mm-hmm. Uh, so hopefully, either she can hopefully have it sooner or hold off until after. But Rahm may end up being pulled out of the Masters next weekend, which obviously, got family comes first. Yeah, definitely, dude. So, um, but in, in his hopes, I do hope he gets to play. So hopefully. Maybe the baby will come early, so he, or you can still participate in the Masters. But if not, good for him on becoming a first-time father. Number four, Colin Morikawa is also from the U.S. Number five, Bryson DeChambeau, big muscular man, is from the United States. Number six, Xander Sheffel is also from the U.S. Number seven, Patrick Reed, U.S. Uh, number eight, Terrell Hatton, England. Nine, Webb Simpson, U.S. And number 10, Patrick Cantlay. In the women's rankings, number one is Jin Young-Koo, uh, Korea. Number two, N.B. Park is Korean. Number three, C. Young Kim is Korean. Our first U.S. representative is at number four, Nellie Korda. Uh, sec- second to her in the U.S. is Danielle Kang at number five. And then six, Lexi Thompson is from the U.S. Brooke Henderson is from Canada at number seven. Number eight is Nasa Hatatoka or Hataiko. Ah. I know I can say her name right, but I'm struggling with it right now. But she's from Japan. I'm sorry, Nasa. I know I can say your name. It's just not working with my brain right now. <laughs> number nine is Hayoju Kim from Korea. And Minji Lee is number ten from Australia. Yeah, and the reason why I leave you to all this, because uh, I'd butcher it too, bro. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate <laughs> you, buddy. No problem, brother. All right, we're going to get into the champions of the boxing and UFC worlds. Oh, yes, let's do this. Starting with the boxing, we have the World Heavyweight Division. The WBFO, IBF, and WBA championships are all being held currently by Anthony Joshua. 
The WBC Championship is currently held by Tyson Fury. In the cruiserweight division, you have w- WBO Champion is Lawrence Okoli. IBF Champion is Maris Bredius. WBA Champion is Arsene Goulamirian. I'm hoping. <laughs> WBC Champion is Ilunga Makabu. Uh, light heavyweight division, the WBO Championship is currently, excuse me, Bankit. IBF champion is Arthur Beaterbeev. WBA champion is Dimitri Bival. And also WBC champion, again, is Arthur Beaterbeev. There is more divisions in boxing weight classes, but I'll be here all night trying to go through all those. They had like eight or some crazy stat like that, so I went with the top three. <laughs> well, there you go, right? Right. Online, you know, and <laughs> it's a little bit easier to run off the UFC ones. So, oh yeah. Here we go. In the men's division for UFC, heavyweight champion is Francis Ngannou. He just won that title in dominant fashion. Light heavyweight champ is Jan um, Blakovics. I hope. Middleweight champion is Israel Andesana. Welterweight champion is Kamaru Usman. The light. Uh, heavyweight, the lightweight champion is Chip. It's currently vacant. Featherweight Alexander Volkanovski. Oh no, you can probably say that better, Mister Rebarczyk. <laughs> Why don't you tell me what that oh, says? Yeah, right. <laughs> He's like, I don't know. It looks like Volkanovski. I don't know. <laughs> the bantamweight champion is Aljamain Sterling, and flyweight is Devison. Figurito. Figurito? Figurito. Oh, there are his Italians coming out of him now. Look at that. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. All right. In the women's division, the featherweight champ and bantam, uh, bantamweight champion is Amanda Nunez. Flyweight champion is Valentina Shevchenko. And strawweight is Zhang Vili. And now... For their rankings. So I don't really feel so bad. My last name's pretty bad, too. But some of these, man, you're like, what? Right. Huh? All right. So this is coming from ESPN's Pound for Pound Power Rankings. Are you ready, sir? Let's do it. Let's get into it. Here we go. In men's boxing, the number one ranked boxer is Terrence Crawford, who is 37-0 with 28 knockouts. Number two is Canelo Alvarez with 55 wins, one loss, two draws, and 37 knockouts. Naoa uh, Inuo is 20-0 and 0 and 17 knockouts. Earl Spence Jr. is 27-0 with no draws and 21 knockouts. Uh, Teofimo Lopez Jr. is 16-0 and 0 and 12 knockouts. Mr. Tyson Fury is 30 0 and 1 with 21 knockouts. Uh, Alexander Yusik is 18 and 0 and 0 and 13 knockouts. Vasily uh, Lomachenko is 14 2 and 10 knockouts. Juan Francisco Estrada is 42 3 and 0 with 28 knockouts. And Oscar Valdez is 29 0 and 0 with 23 knockouts. These guys pack some punches, man. <laughs> yeah, man. You know who would be on here, even though he's retired, but you wouldn't see very many knockouts? Who's that? Money Mayweather. Oh. <laughs> he doesn't have very many. <laughs> no. Yeah. 
Well, it's always a good match to see somebody go, you know, all the way through and actually be able to win the judges over. It's kind of cool. I don't know. I'm one of those that said Mama said knock you out. And that's what I plan on doing. Right. <laughs> Mama said knock you out. Man, I miss them boxing games, dude. They used to be so much fun. Oh, uh, yeah. Those were great. <laughs> I mean, the UFC games are cool, but they're kind of, they're too, there's too much crap to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I understand. I mean, like, I seen this meme on the Facebook the other day and saying uh, kids these days will never know this struggle. And it was of the um, um, boxing game where you used to actually try and close your cuts and do all that other stuff. Oh, yeah. Those were fun. Yeah. All right, so the women's boxing rankings. Number one is Clarissa Shields at 11-0 and with two knockouts. Katie Taylor's number two is 17 wins and six knockouts. I'm trying to figure out how you not have Katie Taylor at 17 and 0 higher than Kate Clarissa Shields at 11 and 0. I know some of these I'm like, hmm. I know, right? Especially when she's got more knockouts too. It's like, hello. I don't know. I guess that's why I'm not on ESPN as a writer. <laughs> of course, I wouldn't be in, in the world of boxing or UFC, but that's just also you know how it goes. All right, Jessica McCaskill is 10, 2 and 0 with three knockouts. Amanda Serrano is 39-1-1 with 29 knockouts, the most knockouts on this list. Number five is Delphine uh, Pursun, 44 wins, 3 losses, no draws, and 18 knockouts. Christina Hammer is 26-1-0 with 12 knockouts. Michaela Mayer is 14-0 with 5 knockouts. Cecilia Brockhaus is 36-2 and 9 knockouts. Danielle Bermudez, 29-3-3 with 10 knockouts. And Terry Harper, 11-0-1 with 6 knockouts. Fun times. Are you ready? Oh, yes. Men's UFC rankings. Let's do it. Here we go. At number one, a lot of people's favorite and uh, very talented uh, UFC fighter indeed, John Bones Jones at 26-1. and one. Number two is Cameroon Usman, 18 and 1. Number three is Israel Adesanya at 20 and 1. Number four, shooting up from not being ranked to the ranking after winning that championship recently, Francis Naganu at 16 and 3. Number five is Alexander, uh, yeah, crazy last name, dude. <laughs> Volkanovski. Volkanovski? Volkanovski. 22-1 and one is Alexander. Tied for 6 is Jan Blakovic at 28-8. Uh, also tied at number 6 is Davison Figueredo, 21-1. And, and Dustin Poirier, who just signed on to face um, McGregor for a third match, is also tied for 6 at 27-6. Tied for ninth is Max Holloway at 22-6. Tied with Demetrius Johnson, thirty-three and thirty, and three and one. There we go. Sounds right now when I say it that way. <laughs> right. I said it thirty-three and one. They're like, he's thirty-three yeah. wins. No, what? he's thirty-three, thirty wins, three losses, and a draw. Here we go. Now to the women's side. Number one, of course, because she's got two championships. Not surprising, she's number one. Amanda Nunez at twenty-one and four. At number two is Valentina Shevchenko at 20 and 3. Number three is Chris's favorite, I mean Cooper's favorite, my bad, Chris Cyborg. I read Chris, that's why. 
<laughs> it's all good. And she's 23 and 2. Number 4 is Zhang Avili at 21 and 1. Number 5, Rose Namajunas, I'm hoping, at 9 and 4. Number 6 is Jessica Andrade, 21 and 8. I think she's related to Andrade Andrade. You know, the other Andrade <laughs> we know. I'm just asking. Could be. We don't know. Number 7 is uh, Joanna. You want to take that one for me there? <laughs> she uh, she got the CZYK like I did. Yeah. What is that? Like, that's even worse than mine. I'm sorry. Jerizic. Jerizic. Anyways, number eight is Jermaine DeRandomy at 10 and 4. Nine is Holly Holm. But then again, 14. you could be Czech at the end of it. <laughs> sorry, I know you're going on. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of stuck there. Like, can, can we can we move past that? Yes, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> All right, and then we'll go back and worry. Uh, Holly Holm is at fourteen and five, and at number ten, Caitlin uh, Chucky Gian. Sure, at fifteen and four. <laughs> now let's go back to Jedrzejczyk. What the heck? Jedrzejczyk. Jedrzejczyk. Oh, I I don't know, bro. You're you're closer to knowing than I am, honestly. Why? Because my name's almost spelt the same. Practically is. C Z Y K. Except she's got J's in her name. Yeah. And a D. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Somebody gave her the D. Anyway, so here we go. We're gonna talk some uh, news stories. Let's do it. This has ran longer than it really should have. <laughs> Alright, the U.S. men's soccer team failed to qualify for the Summer Olympics in Tokyo, Japan with their loss to Honduras 2-1. to one. This is just one of many failures on the men's side of U.S. national soccer clubs. The men's team never seem to do much and are always struggling to qualify for the Olympics or the World Cup. The lack of passion for the sport itself by the demographic leads, this, uh, leads to this constant state of failure, while on the women's side it flourishes. This leads to the cry out for equal or equal pay because even though the men's tournaments draw more in revenue, it is the women who excel in the sport and the men just flame out. The lack of popularity will always keep men's soccer down when it comes to international competitions. Cooper, your thoughts on, once again, our failures in the world sport of soccer? Unfortunately, dude, uh, you know, uh, it isn't like American football, so, you know. Football and football, two different sports. Um, I think that uh, I think that women do flourish more with the soccer game. Mm-hmm. I do enjoy their matches, um, and uh, yeah, man, this sucks. This sucks for the U.S. U.S. men's you know soccer teams. So. Yeah, I mean, honestly, we just men and we really don't, don't care. really have anybody great. No. Like we used to. So, like all the popular players that we get in um, in MLS, which is the Major League Soccer here in the United States, all the big stars are usually we're getting from Europe, yeah, or Brazil, or you know, in South America, even Africa. We're getting international players here to make the sport relevant. We don't really have many players here that we will put on the men's team because even even um, the league is so unpopular that even our star players 
that are actually Americans that are good go play in Europe in the Premier League. Some will play in, depending on their heritage, if they have a well, well enough heritage to go to Spain, they'll go play in La Liga. Um, I do know that some of them have played in the Mexican League. Yeah. You know, we just, we're it's just, just it's, it's not popular enough. It's sad, but it's true. Yeah, and I hate to say that, but basically, if we didn't really invent it, we didn't care. <laughs> American football, we invented it. Basketball, we invented it. Baseball, we invented it. That's why we care about the sports. NASCAR, we invented it. Yeah. That's why we're passionate about it. It's yeah. ours. Tom Cranford, that's why we're in that predicament. So, it is what it is. And, you know, uh, well, besides golf, because we didn't invent golf, but people like to do it because they have extra money and they just feel like ruining long walks. <laughs> Sp- sorry, speaking of golf. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh, man, that was great. That's ruining me. long walks. That's mom's favorite uh, line. That's mom's favorite line. Well, Golf is I a good mean, way to ruin a long walk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I I grew up watching golf, and I still didn't. I didn't catch the the bug to be like, oh. I mean, I was more like, can I, can I, you know, drive the the golf cart? That would be fun. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean. I mean, honestly, the only thing at a time I cared about golf was when Tiger was dominating. Because it's like, will yeah, he, he win? Made, he made it cool. I mean, it's like, you want to watch it because you want to see if he wins. I mean, honestly, otherwise you're like, eh, who cares? <laughs> anyway, speaking of golf, we are a week away from the Masters Tournament at Augusta National. The defending champ is Dustin Johnson, who will seek to become the first back-to-back winner of the Masters since Tiger Woods, speaking of him, did it in 21, uh, 2001 and 2002. It will also be an odd tournament as Tiger Woods will not be participating, participating, obviously stemming from his auto accident last month. Johnson dominated last year's Masters when he shot a course record 20 under par. This may make him the favorite going into this year's tournament. Cooper, your thoughts as we prepare for this um, event unlike any other. 20 Masters. under. Yeah, 20 under last year. Dude. That's it like, was in November, but at the same time, that's still like crazy, dude. Like yeah, twenty under par. Yeah, twenty under par. The previous record, I believe, um, I saw when I was back. I'm sorry, you might as well just give it to him and not even do the damn freaking <laughs> thing. Just give him the damn win, because he's gonna go out there and try and outbest himself on this one. I think the only reason why he might not win this is if he gets in his own head and tries to outbest last year. True. Yeah. So what's weird is Augusta National, even though it's the same course, they'll make some minor changes. Obviously, when Tiger was dominating so much, they made changes to the course layout a little bit. But basically, it's almost always the same, unless the weather is just weird. Yeah. But it's almost always the same tournament. So it's weird when you see a guy like, even Tiger's done it where he, one year he dominates. And the next year he kind of struggles and you're like, aren't we doing the same tournament we just did last year? What's wrong with you? Just weird things out there. Right. Any, any given day, you never know what's going to happen. So It's weird because it's such a popular event. I mean, even it seems like people get in their own psyche about it where you think oh yeah like i said that's the only thing that's gonna stop him is being too much in his head yeah 
maybe he will screw up because, you know, I'll think he ain't got to try so hard because look what I did last year. Because yeah. really, the only time I ever see people struggle mentally this much in a golf tournament really seems to be when they go back to Scotland for the for the Open because Scotland is the hollow ground where golf was invented. Yes. And I think that gets in their psyche. It's like, oh, I really got to be prepared for the Open um, Championship because this is where golf was born here in Scotland. Yeah. When it's in England, when it's in regular England or in Ireland, it's not as difficult for them. But when it's in Scotland, it really seems to mess with their psyche. And same with the Masters. It's just like... It's the, I mean, really, like, it's always been called an, an event unlike any other in sports. The Masters Tournament. It's a great line, too. Love that line. That's why I use it in almost everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Manny Pacquiao appears destined to return to the boxing ring once again. His opponent appears to be Terrence Crawford, who we did talk about, as he is ESPN's pound-for-pound number one ranked boxer. This match will take place on June 5th. The pay-per-view will commence from Abu Dhabi. Pacquiao, who is 67, uh, 62-7-2 with 39 knockouts, is 42 years old. Last fought in July 2019 when he defeated Keith Thurman to win the WBA Welterweight uh, Championship. That victory made him a 12-time world champion. Crawford, who is 37-0 with 28 knockouts, is also 33 years old. Last fought in November when he knocked out Kell Brook. Crawford uh, was the undisputed junior weight champion before he moved up a division prior to his November fight with Brooks. So, Cooper, your thoughts on the return of Manny Pacquiao to the ring? Man, this dude is crazy fast. And it just doesn't seem like he ages, man. Well, no, he's one of those, He's again, it's an, the Asian thing, man, because he's from uh, the Philippines. So, yeah. he, he's got the Asian... Thing quality going on. I, I don't know. They just don't they, seem to age. They just don't seem to age, and they're so fast and just. Mm-hmm. And, and, and yeah, man, Pacquiao, man, he he is loved by the Filipino people, and uh, mm-hmm. it's gonna be nice to see him back in a boxing ring for sure, dude. Yeah, I've always enjoyed uh, seeing Pacquiao's highlights and stuff. Never really ordered a pay per view, but never once. I've oh, hey, only man, seen like this one's almost like. Hmm. Because you don't know when you might see him again. Especially since he's going up against the number one ranked boxer, pound for pound, according yeah. to ESPN. That's, yeah, this, this, this is going to be a good match. Yeah, sir. Might have to find out... Um, how much it is and maybe much, go in on half time or something. Or maybe go down to a sports bar to watch or it. Or that, too. Because, let's see, i got to figure out... June 5th, usually those are on Saturdays, right? I think so, yeah. Let me get my calendar real quick here. Where's my calendar? There you are. Go to June real quick. Yeah, we might have to go to a sports bar and just watch that. Yeah, that'd be fun, dude. Maybe go to uh, Beefo Brady's and watch the fight. Cause yeah, we can take the boy too. We can take take Aiden, my son. Yeah, he he's he's all about wanting to fight and do the boxing thing, and it's it's so funny. He's like, Dad, Dad, I want to watch Rocky. So we went today, and we're. We were looking through all the apps, you know, streaming apps and whatever. Right. The only one that has it is HBO Max. $15 for an app, man. It's yeah, like, I know. Dude. I'm paying it's $15 like... for the Disney package, I, but I'm getting three in yeah. one for 15 bucks. Right. I'm getting Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus all for 15 bucks. That one app, I mean, ugh. I might just 
do it for one month just so I can watch two movies on them that I really want to watch. Right. Yeah. Because that might be worth it. <laughs> there's some movies that I want to see on there, too. And, uh, you know, I want to get, get my, my son and involved with that Rocky because, you know, he's... He's all about the eye of the tiger right now. He's like, Dad, we're, we're in the car this morning. We're getting ready to go to, over to my, my dad's house. And right. He's like, Dad, can we listen to Eye of the Tiger? I was like, you want to listen to Eye of the Tiger? He's like, yeah. So Better he, than what he's usually been choosing to listen he's to. He's really into the whole, and he's like, I want to watch Rocky, Dad. <laughs> so, yeah, he's. He's into it. He hasn't seen it yet, as far as I know. That's what he's told me. He hasn't seen it yet. But he's like, Dad, I don't want to watch Rocky. I don't want to watch Rocky. <laughs> so I'm like, yes. Finally, my kid's starting to be a boy. Be a boy about stuff. Like, yeah, buddy. You're finally boying out. <laughs> so. All right, sir. Um, that was a good episode. Yeah, it was fun, man. Yes, yeah, sir. So uh, we'll be back Thursday for uh, the Worldwide Sports Talk. We should be back on Thursday next week. Yes. <laughs> that way we're back to normal. If not, we will try it. We will make sure we do it like we did this week. Yeah. We're trying to get this to be as organized as possible, but sometimes... Well, I've been working for almost three weeks straight. So, I needed tomorrow, yesterday. <laughs> and, and that's the thing that, that it truly is hard about, you know, about talking about sports is because... It's not something like philosophy or mm-hmm. something like that where you can just do your podcast and put them out and yeah, we can knock out a we can knock few out episodes. a bunch and then you know right put it out there. I mean, you gotta go, you gotta roll with the punches, and because you know the sports change every day. That's right. So I mean, every day there's something new that happens. And every kind of sport, so it's kind of like mm-hmm. you got to stay on top of your game. But like, really, we have life that happens sometimes, and we got to you know do what we got to do. Yes, sir. But this this is our passion, man. This is what we want to do, and uh, you know I can't wait till we can start going to sporting events again and just enjoying it, dude. Because like I want to go watch some Jaguars this year and maybe actually root for them. I don't know. Be nice, you know. Urban Meyer being the head coach, right? They actually get a quarterback in there. I mean, heck, man, you never know. Well, never know what they can do. So, and yes, sir. then again, they could fall flat on their face. So, we'll see what happens. But we I definitely mean, will. It would be nice to actually have a team close to home to root for, right? I mean, we got we got the Gators. Yeah, I like to go see a Gator game too. Right. I've been to a spring game. That was fun. Um, but uh, I want to go to a Gator game. Right, definitely. All right, so then, of course, like we said earlier, tomorrow, previewing WrestleMania, which happens yes, next baby. weekend. It's going to be interesting. WrestleMania two-night event, plus also got uh, the Masters next week. That's going to be a fun weekend. <laughs> oh, yes. Very, very interesting. It's going to be fun times. Fun, fun times. Uh, let's see. Then, of course, like we said, Sunday is basketball, baseball talk. Opening weekend for Major League Baseball. And, of course, another great week for basketball. A little bad news for the Lakers. Again, you just seem, can't seem to stay healthy to save our lives right now. It's killing me, Smalls. It's killing me. Dying a little bit on the inside. Yeah. Uh, NASCAR, of course, we'll talk about that. I believe we're getting ready for um, the Indy races are starting to pick up, I believe, here soon. So we'll probably start getting ready for that because I know... 
Next month will be the Indy 400. Oh, yes, baby. The, this the Indy 500. The Indy 500, yeah. This is I'm sorry, the, the Brickyard 400 in NASCAR. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> so, I'm sure we'll be getting ready to talk about the Indy 500. One of America's most prominent races. Oh, yes. Outside the Daytona 500. And Talladega. Oh, I love it. It's getting to be fun, man. Definitely, bro. We're getting. I mean, I mean, I love it, man. Baseball's kicking off. Maybe we can go catch a game somewhere sometime. You know, it'd be nice. I mean, we can we can shoot up to Atlanta for watch some Braves. Oh, we got the opportunity to go to Atlanta. We got the opportunity to go down to um, St. Petersburg to catch the Rays. Yeah. Um, you know. Whatever, whatever's clever, dude. Let, let's do something, man. And of course, we also have the opportunity if we really want to drive that far to go to Miami. So Yeah, I mean, that would be fun, but they have to play somebody we want to watch. Yeah, because we don't want to watch them, period. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to see Miami, really. Well, okay, uh, we're going to see going Miami. We're going to see Miami, but we're not, not going, going to, to see, see the Marlins. Yeah. <laughs> we're not going to see the Marlins. Yeah. We're going to see Miami. <laughs> All right, so that does it for us. Yes, yes. Yes, yes, very right. much so. But I can't <laughs> wait, dude. Uh, we've got so much coming up in the next couple couple podcasts. It's going to be cool. Yes, sir. And we're getting ever closer to the draft for the NFL. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So good. It's going to be interesting, brother. <laughs> yes, sir. So, of course, we're going to keep track of all the transactions that continue to happen between everybody in the NFL. Any trades happening. We're going to be ready for our mock draft the week, well, the Tuesday before draft night. Can't wait. I'm excited. Oh, yes. It's going to be fun. Anxious. Let's do another one. You all right, big man? Sure. He yeah, <laughs> so. about ready to jump out of his skin, people. <laughs> I love football, man. That's <laughs> how it goes. All right, so that does it for us here at Sports Talk. And as always, keep, keep on, on talking, talking sports. sports.